Welcome, welcome back to another lovely episode of the Only One Ravens podcast. I'm your host here, King Pope. I got my co-host, Mr. JB, with me tonight. What up? So what up, JB, man? Merry Christmas to you. Hope all the holidays thing going good for you. How you feeling? Uh, I'm I'm good, man. I'm I'm getting some rest. You know, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to the listeners out there. You know, um, <laughs> I'm just looking forward to just relaxing for a little while on this little mini break. I feel you, brother. I feel yeah. you. I'm very exhausted yeah. right now. It's been a minute. I know we ain't come back to do the Jaguars. We just had some technical difficulties. It just it didn't work out. So I don't know if you want to dive into that a little bit or if you want to go straight into this 49ers situation. No, nah, we can actually go straight into the 49ers. Okay. Like, to be honest, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, um, I'm trying to think here because I'm trying to think if anything disappointed me last week that will I would like to. You know right. what? I'm, I'm going to be well, honest. I, yeah, I was about I to say let, let's let's yeah let's, let's just give last week's game about twenty minutes to shine and then yeah we can talk about the Niners. So I guess last week I'm trying to think that anything really disappointed me last week. Uh-oh. Uh I'm not gonna say stuff disappointed me. I mean, I, Lamar became Ronnie Lamar. Stanley. Ronnie oh yeah, Stanley. you're right. You're right, Jamie. Some stuff, stuff <laughs> did disappoint. That's a whole lot, whole lot, whole lot, whole lot. You're right. You're right. Like, what am I talking about? Am I crazy? Am I, am I losing my mind? Ronnie Stanley, you some shit. You hey, some weak, shit. Bro. God damn, you some shit, bro. I watched. I hey, watched weak, like five bro. different clips, bro. Josh Allen just abused Ronnie just Stanley. Abuse him. Bro, yeah. he is some shit, bro. Yeah, and you, you you can tell that that he like, I mean, he obviously hurt, but like, it was plays out there where he just straight up gave up. You know what I mean? Like, just gave up and let the defender just go past him. Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, I I, I don't get it. Like, Chet is all right. I, I, like, I was out hanging out at the ball um, last night, and <clears throat> you know what I mean. A couple women I know. Like you know, they 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 Ravens fans. I wouldn't say that they die hard Ravens fans, like you know, like we all on this pod. But you know, now I was talking to them, and like the 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 first thing they said was Lamar's like for this for this upcoming week, Lamar's gonna have to use his legs. That's what they said. The second thing they said was they were sick and tired of Ronnie Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> I said, wow, like, yeah, like, I talk about it all the time. Like, like so, like, for them, like, for, you know, who are, like, sometime fans and, you know, they're dancing and watch the game, but, like, not an every week type of thing. For for them to, to acknowledge that, you know what I mean? Like, that carries weight. And then, like, that, and, and it's, 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 it's to the point now where it's ridiculous. Like, every week we got to talk about the negative with this guy. <laughs> but you know what's crazy, JB? At what point is John Harbaugh going to step in and be like, I can't keep putting him out here like this? Because it's going to wind up I, I said hurting it. you. I said it. It's going to wind up hurting you in a way that you don't want it to hurt you. So when did we when did we get to that point? Like, literally. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. the one play, he, he got pushed about- all the way into Lamar. Pushed. Push. I know exactly what you're talking about. Push. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, it was it was one play. 
I, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was um, it wasn't um, it wasn't Josh Allen. It was somebody else. Like he pushed them all was the way in the backfield. Lamar slipped it. Yeah, ninety one. Lamar slipped the tackle, and the dude still. You know what I mean? Still made the the hit on Lamar. I think Lamar released it, but like he still made the hit. So it's like John Harbaugh. Like at what point? At what point, bro? Like these next two games, these next three games are critical. But like, at, at what point are you you gonna say, "I right, we shutting the Ronnie Stanley experiment down for the season"? You know what I mean? Because he's gonna get somebody hurt. Yes. I'm tired of seeing it, JB. They gotta do this, bro, bro, bro. And I don't even—I don't want to speak into existence, bro. But he gonna get somebody hurt, bro. He got—he cannot be out there. And then not only that, you playing against Nick Bosa this week, like this is not gonna be good. Yeah, Ronnie Stanley was a—he was disappointing. He was definitely disappointing to me last week. Um. It was yeah. whatever the uh, other disappointing things for me last week was Keaton Mitchell. <sighs> I hate to see him get hurt like that, bro. Like that was yeah, so disappointing, down. bro. Like we really gonna miss him with his speed, his cut ability, his vision. Like that was so disappointing to see him get hurt last week, man. Like right. God damn, bro. We but just can't you know. win lose him when he comes to these running backs. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, up here, like next man up, they they finally elevated Melvin Gordon, and they 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 signed somebody else. I, I saw, um, and I, I can't remember if they signed him to the practice squad or the um fifty three man roster, but I, I I think it's gonna shape up. Like you, you still got Gus the Bus, and you still got um Justice Hill. Now, what I did like about um that game against the Jags, um before Keaton Mitchell got hurt. I you know I don't know if you remember Pete, but they 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 had Keaton Mitchell and Justice Hill in the backfield at the same time. They split both of them out, both of them flared out, you know, to, to the flat, ran to the flat, and I think Lamar was looking downfield, but he didn't see like both of those guys was open, and Lamar just wound up taking off um, right up the gut because that was the most. Um, I guess that was like the, like the most uh, yards he could get, <clears throat> and then I think he cut it up to, to the to the sideline or whatever. But I I like like whoever they replace um, Keaton Mitchell with. I want to see that scheme a lot more, you know, with with those two split running backs and you know giving Lamar the option of you know dump it over to to one side, and then it was another. It might have been like a similar formation. Where it was like a um, it was like one screen, like like one running back screen to one side, and I think he hit um OBJ like in the middle, and no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it wasn't OBJ, it was, it might have been Keaton Mitchell for the for the first one, and then the second one he came back, and um he tried to hit um OBJ. Uh, in the end zone for a touchdown, I think he wound up overthrowing them or something like that. But I, 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 I want to see them. I want to see Todd Muckton and that, and that um, offense. I, I want to see them run more stuff like that. Get all your guys involved. You know what I mean? And to take the pressure off Lamar. You I felt I mean? like, I felt like the receivers was not getting open that much 
that game. I mean, I feel like Bateman was getting open, but I feel like the, everybody else was like it was like a struggle. You know what I mean? I mean, likely got open, but like Odell really ain't do much. Zay Flowers ain't really do much. It was more so like Bateman and the tight ends, really. Like yeah. I ain't really seen nothing out of the receivers. So it's like uh I don't know what happened that game. I mean, eventually I know the second half they ran yeah, the football I mean, ball. They threw the football. I yeah, do know that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I was just I was kind of disappointed in that too. Yeah, I I I think um so what I saw, and you know, I didn't break down any film or anything. I'm just going off my memory of what the game was. Like what I saw was um a lot of the times OBJ didn't have clear separation, but I feel like in those situations, if Lamar would have just threw the ball up, and 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 that's 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 one of the issues that I have with Lamar. Like he he wants you to be like like he wants you to have a moment of separation, where um which which is good, it's all fine. But you know the thing that's gonna help you, um, you know, finish this season and propel yourselves into the playoffs, you know, with some type of momentum is 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 throwing those 50-50 balls. Like like throw it up and let your guys go get it. You know, you know, I've obviously um OBJ and um and uh and and and, your, and and Bateman are the two biggest, probably the strongest receivers you have. So like I I would like to see Lamar do that a little bit more. Like um I still don't believe that he can throw the back shoulder fade, but if if he can just throw the ball up and just let his guys make a play on it. Like like right now we we, we getting into the you know I mean to the grit of what this offense can be. And I, I just want to see Lamar but trust his guys, believe in his guys. Like, yeah, Mark Andrews not a bit not out there anymore, but I want to see that that type of connection with your other receivers. Like the 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 game that Mark Andrews got hurt and the, the previous game uh, prior to that, you know, like he was like he was throwing it up to the back of the end zone for Mark Andrews to, to go and get it. You, you gotta have that same trust. In the rest of your guys. So to to, to your point, uh, P, you said that the receivers weren't getting open. Ninety five percent of the league right now are running these weak ass shell zone defenses. You, you know what I mean? Which with um, a quarterback like Lamar and our receiving core, we can penetrate that. Like like we can take advantage of that. It's and it's all about finding. You know, like the holes in the zone. You you, you gotta you gotta trust yourself. You gotta trust that you are open enough for Lamar to see you. You, you gotta sit there in that zone and wait for it. Now he, he does it a little bit with Zay. He's he's does it. I mean, he's done it with OBJ um, and even like Bateman. Like I love Bateman across the middle. I love Bateman. You, you know what I mean? Like running to the sideline. Like I I, I love that out of Bateman. And I want to see Bay continue that. But at some point, Lamar got to put that same trust in that receiver court that he did with uh Mark Andrews. Well, I think I think Bateman has to um I think Bateman has to step up more, uh, to be honest with you. I think he gotta take on a little bit more bigger role in this offense and he's gotta start producing more. We get into the latter part of the season now, and I think he has to turn he gotta turn his game up a notch. He gotta go he got to start having some 100-yard games and start turning it up because right now I think this is what Lamar needs. He's going to need some of that help 
Not to say Odell can't do it, but I think they need more product, production out of Bateman because I think teams are going to start to key on that stuff that he does with Odell Beckham. So I think Bateman has to come alive more. You know what I mean? Like, and and to see that Zay Flowers was in a walking boot this week, like I don't know how healthy he really is. So I think Bateman has to really he has to shoulder more of a load and be able to become more productive in this offense. So he has to do more. He just has to do more, man. Like, you know, Zay Flowers and Odell Becker was holding it down the beginning of the last, you know, the beginning part of the season. Now Bateman has to pick up the load for those guys. You know what I'm saying? I just, I don't know how healthy Zay is. I mean, he's in, you're in a walking boot during the week and then they say he's going to play on Sunday. That don't sound good to me, to be honest with you. So I feel like Bateman has to step up. I love what I see out of Isaiah Likely. Isaiah Likely has has accepted the challenge, and Told I appreciate you. him accepting the challenge. He stepped Told up, you. and he 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 said, "I'm gonna step up for my quarterback, and I'm gonna make plays for my quarterback." And that's what he's done. And I and I respect that man for doing that because he has really he's starting to grow up. And I like what I see out of Isaiah Likely. He's been playing huge, big time, big time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So I definitely like what okay. I see out here. Yeah, but yeah, I, I've been I've been high on likely, really going back to last season. Like when when I saw what he did when um when Mark Andrews went out, when Lamar Jackson went out, you know, and him and Snoop like like that connection was just it was ridiculous. You know what I mean? And we like I, I think um uh I can't think back, but I, I think we wound up losing. Two out of the four that that he was in, I believe. I, I can't remember. Like it was, it was such a long time ago. But you know, like uh, again, P. I, I agree with you. Like I, I love to see him um, progressively getting better week by week. And and again, like I, I go back to Lamar Jackson and the trust thing. Like that's that's what it is. Like for him to throw that, um, you know, scramble and you know, and and get away from three, four different guys because Ronnie Stanley and Morgan Moses and, and none of them guys was blocking and for, for Lamar to keep his poise in the pocket and, and throw the ball downfield to Isaiah Likely, who was double covered, you know what I mean, and went up and got it. That's the, like, that's the trust factor right there. So I, I think so I think those two things go hand in hand. Like, yeah, Isaiah Likely stepped up, but, yeah, I, I think, I also believe that Lamar is is believing in him more, and I and I and I want Lamar to spread that love around. Pause. Yeah. Um, so this week we got Forty ers and um, man, I mean, you know, you got some fans that's a little, I guess, paranoid about this game, and then some fans feel like you know the Ravens are gonna handle business. Uh, I, I guess I'm a little bit more. Just in between, I think the I think this is a a true test game for the Baltimore Ravens, especially on the defensive side. Um, I just think that 
the 49ers have some challenges that the Ravens have to, you know, this is, this is, they say this is a, pre, this could be a preview of the Super Bowl, but I mean, I mean, I ain't going to say it's not, you know what I'm saying? Because anything can happen. But what I will say is, is that this is a super challenge for the Ravens defense because the way the Ravens defense played against the Rams and their running game, like this can only, this can get worse because Sean McVay and, and uh, Shanahan, they come from the same tree. So they run similar offenses. And I'm pretty sure that, He's got that tape from the Rams, and he watched everything that he's seen in that Rams game. And Matthew Stafford is just as accurate and as good as Brock Purdy is, and Brock Purdy's been having an MVP-like type season. So my thing is this Ravens defense played very poorly against the Rams, and the 49ers have better weapons than the Rams do. They have a better running back. They have better receivers. And they have a better and they have a better tight end. <clears throat> so and their offensive line is better. So I want to see the Ravens defense step up and actually come to the game ready to play because all the challenges that's in front of them are some huge challenges. And to me, the biggest thing is they have to stop Christian McCaffrey before they do anything. Like, I understand Debo and all of them over there, but Christian McCaffrey is what makes that offense go. Yeah, he's the engine that makes it go. Absolutely. Exactly. So, like, to me, you have to stop him first before we can worry about Debo, Ayuk, and and Kittle. You know what I mean? Like, we have to stop Christian. And then once you slow down Christian, you got to get pressure on Brock Purdy and you got to make him move Mm -hmm. in that pocket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if not, you got to make Brock Purdy uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, because it's not he gonna tear us up. He gonna he gonna light us up. So to me, JB, this is a this is a huge, huge challenge for this defense. Like this is probably the hardest game the defense is ever gonna have. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a game where it's like they got some ballers over there. So it's like, are you as good as those ballers that they have over there? Because this is quite a challenge, and I don't know right. what to expect out of this defense. With this challenge, so what you think yeah, about I, that? I actually agree with you. No, I, I was going to say I, I agree with you a hundred percent, man. Like, um, I think uh, usually when we do these, like we we um, we talk about um, the, the Mar uh, uh, throwing the ball downfield, and everything is predicated on you know. Uh, you know, Lamar delivering a deep ball or or getting got, you know, the offensive line blocking. I, I think this is a huge test for our defense, right? Now, the, the one thing that I did appreciate this week was um, when, the, um, when the line came out, I, I believe, you know, early in the week, midweek, I, I believe it was the uh, 49ers was favorite. I think it was um, five and a half points favorite, which – um, the I think um, Roquan and a couple of guys on defense on the Ravens defense was like they they felt disrespected by that line, but if if you really break down that 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 five and a half point spread, you know the home team automatically gets three, right? You automatically gets you automatically get three if, um, at home if you are a decent enough team. <laughs> Excuse me, that's if correct. Decent enough team, right? So you're working with two and a half points. 
my fear is because you, you you talked about you, your fear is the defense. My fear is our special teams. Like our, our special teams brought us home. Um, but the last week, week, week before, like I'm 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 mix, I'm mixing up my weeks. But yeah, like brought us home. <clears throat> but yeah, I I think you know the um our special teams is going to have to come out and, and really produce. And when I say that, I don't mean Justin Tucker going out there and kicking a bunch of field goals. We do not need field goals with this 49ers team. We need touchdowns. So, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't need for us to come out and play well between our 35 and their 35 and then settle on the field goal. We got to put the ball in the end zone. But like I said, this game is going to be dictated by both teams' defenses. I, I believe whoever has the most takeaways, which week to week is is usually been the Ravens' defense, right? So when you buckle down and you watch um, the Ravens' defense, you know they 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 give up a lot of yards in between the twenties um, via the, the the rushing game. Like I, I just like I right now they haven't proved that they can really um, stifle anybody's running game. So like that, that um, gives me a, a little bit of fear, but they, they, they got to go out there and they got to, um, they, they got to punch that team in the mouth because the 49ers defense, they don't come out ready. They need, they're going to come out swinging. They're going to come out and trying to, you know, hurt any and everybody like, like playfully, um, uh, anyway, but when you got a guy like Nick Bosa and then the um, I'm sorry, DT, but the, the trade of the century <laughs> with uh, with your boy Chase Young, like they like right now, they look like that they are the tandem to beat right now. So like I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, so I'm I'm a little nervous with both those guys like on on the field and you know if, if you're talking about playing Ronnie Stanley, um, like I, I just don't know. Like I know during the Jags game, like they like they played him sparingly. Like I think he would play for like a series or two and then come out. Um, same thing for Morgan's um uh yeah uh, Morgan. Um, so like um so I'm interested to see what the play is going to be for um Ronnie Stanley. Because you 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 can't go ahead go ahead P. Um, I I mean I agree with everything you're saying about you know far as the offensive line and and Bosa. Um, I mean I feel like when you say special teams, I I I completely understand what you're saying because special teams got to get us give us better field position. And like you mm-hmm. said, not just yep. not just on the Tucker side. It's the it's the punt returns, just the kickoff returns. Mm-hmm. You know, we need like we need better field position to to give us a close field to be able to put points up. You know what I mean? And not only that, we got to take advantage of the opportunities to put the points up on the board too. But I ain't gonna hold you, John. Christian McCaffrey scares me, dog. Like Kyron Williams. Rush for 100 yards on the Ravens in Baltimore right. at the bank. Right. And CMC is 10 times better right. than him. I agree. I like agree. 10 times better. And they run similar systems. Mm-hmm. So if you couldn't stop Kyron Williams, in my right mind, what makes me think you're going to stop CMC? 
I just, well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Peyton. Just like you say, like they run similar systems and and all of that. So if the Ravens were smart, if those guys watch film, like I know Roquan and PQ does, um, and, and, and I said this um maybe a month and a half, two months ago. If 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 Roquan because he, he definitely has that dog mentality, if he can get those other ten guys on the on on you know on that side of the field with him have that same mentality like we can we can stifle guys and i i think i think outside of him and pq at times our defense tends to play um very reactively and and you know and and never proactively like it's it's never like out outside of kyle hamilton um you know coming off the edge which you 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 know what to expect um like I, I don't really see an urgency in that defense early on in the game. You know, like it, 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 it seems to me like they sit back and, you know, those first two, three series um, takes their opponent's best punches like in the face. And then, you know, once they tired of getting punched in the face, like then they react, I guess, because they back us up, are up against the wall. But I, I just don't understand. Like they, like they, and <clears throat> The the thing like the, the one thing that that upset me in in last week's game, our defense was giving us opportunities. Our defense was um, getting um, the other team off the field, whether it was via um, turnovers or just three and outs or six and outs or whatever, and you know a couple missed field goals by the Jags and the Ravens' offense just didn't capitalize the way you you would want them to, but they have to. Like they like if the if the 49ers if we, we're able to force turnovers against against that 49ers team, we have to cash in seven points, not three. We have to cash in. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally I totally agree with all of that. Um man, this is just this is just a hard one for me, man, because I don't like Ronnie Stanley, and I don't like where Morgan Moses is. I don't like the fact that we're rotating tackles. Right. I don't like I don't like Daniel Falele. I don't mm. think Daniel Falele is good at tackle. I think he's better off at guard. I just don't think he's a tackle at all. So those are those are weaknesses right. in that. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Weaknesses on that line. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like it. Um, but I do believe Lamar gonna have to be Lamar. He gonna have to be Superman. Again, like he was last week when he had to use his legs and run around and stuff like that. He just got had to do that, man, because this offensive line is just not giving him what he needs. You know what I mean? He's just going to have to be more mobile. But what I realized is as we got down to the latter part of the season, Lamar has started to do that. He started to use his legs more. He started to be a little bit more mobile. But not only that, I like the fact that he's still trying to throw the football by extending the play. Yep, he's keeping it. You know what I'm yep. saying? So I like the fact that he's doing that. He's, you know what I mean? Because that's just make it that makes it harder on the defense. But at the same time, you see, you see your quarterback doing all this to make a play, and your fat ass can't block. That bothers me. Like that pisses me off a hundred percent because. When he get hit after he make a nice play, then you want to go over there and pick him up. How about you make sure he don't get hit? Like, do your job. You know what I'm saying? It's 11 of y'all out there. If every man 
out of those 11 do their job, Lamar Jackson should stay. He should be on the ground. But it's obvious all 11 guys are not doing their job, so that's why we have these problems. So that that concerns me with that offensive line. And then, like you said, on the defense side. But, you know, JB, for me on the defensive side, X factor for me is Kyle Hamilton. Because if Kyle Hamilton is healthy and can can uh, be disruptive with PQ and Roquan, that defense could be dynamic against the 49ers. If they can have somebody to slow down CMC and then also yeah. contain Debo, you know what I'm saying? That would be that would be so, awesome because I need Kyle to be the X factor for him to be dominant with PQ and Roquan. So if them three guys are dominant and then Geno Stone and um uh what's the name can hold the back down on the back end, we should be okay. But Kyle Hamilton gotta be an X factor on Monday night for this defense to be successful. You know what I mean? I he, totally, he's gotta be. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Like I, I do want to back up because you like I like I've heard you mention Debo about two or three different times. I don't think Debo is the is the person that we really need to worry about. Um, it's it's Brandon Ayuk, like like he's he's their leading receiver, and then like you said, like I I, I want to see them um, stifle the run game. You, you know, you, you're not gonna be able to completely shut him down, but we we have to like th- that has to be the focus going into this week's game. We have to keep him under a hundred yards rushing and out of the end zone if if at all possible. You know, once we do that, like you said, P. Um, you know, our ends then have to a- apply pressure um, to Brock Purdy. You have to make him uncomfortable, make him scramble. Like that, that was the one thing that I that I noticed when I was watching the film. Be- because he is a guy who is in a system that is built the way that it's built, if you get him off his rocker, you know, make him uncomfortable, you know what I mean? It's going to be a long day for him. You kind of got to treat him like, um, you know, like uh, in years past, us treating, you know, us treating um, Tom Brady and and uh, Peyton Manning. You know, like like those guys um, were, you know, not really thrown to uh, um, a person uh, in particular, but rather a, a spot. And that's that's almost kind of what Brock Purdy does, but like he isn't like that. He's in a well-oiled. Um, machine and you know and, and like we said um cmc is the engine to that so if we stifle him keep him under 100 yards and um and 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 uh brandon Ayuk, yeah I, I think like i don't i don't know because you 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 don't want to double either one of them um him or uh debo so it's like our our secondary our dbs and our and our safeties we have to play discipline but we also have to play under control. So like, it, you know, so we, you know, and, and I, I really pee, I really think that it's a trust thing. I, I think, I think the secondary has to trust the defensive line is going to stifle the run game and get pressure on Brock. So um, they won't have to work as hard, you know, in, in the back pause, but, you know, but then you also, we also have a um, a defensive um, duo ourselves with PQ and Roquan. I want to see them have 
have the best game of their, you know, you know, of the season, like be between them two. You know, I, I know PQ is a little lacking, you know, when it comes to coverages and um, <clears throat> with Roquan kind of makes up that a little bit. But I, I want to see those two guys get after it. You know what I mean? Like that's the only way it's going to work. And and we and that philosophy, like, P, like I remember we talking about this like 10, 15 years ago. When, like when you play New England, you play Tom Brady, especially up in New England, you know, you have to go score for score with them. Like you, you can't. You can't allow them to score and then come back and kick a field goal. You you wasn't going to beat Tom Brady like that. And it's the same thing um, um, goes for Brock Purdy, you know, in this 49ers offense. If, if we are able to keep them out of the end zone and hold them to three points, then we got to go down and we got to score touchdowns. Like that's the only way we're going to win this game. So the reason why I keep saying Debo I wanna I wanna read something to you because Debo Samuel is on the heater. And Debo's last five games, right? Mm-hmm. He's got 25 catches for 455 yards and five touchdowns. Not only that, he has 10 carries for 48 yards and three touchdowns. So in the mm-hmm. last five games, Debo has scored eight times, eight touchdowns. And his game against the Cardinals last week, he was four for 48, two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Then the game against Seattle, he had nine catches for 149 yards and a touchdown. Then in the Eagles game, he had four for 116 and two touchdowns. So Debo's been on a little heater in these last five games. So that's why I'm saying I keep calling his name because just these last five games, he's really been picking picking it up. So I don't want to Overlook him because because he 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 can be dominant at times. But I do agree with you with Brandon Ayuk. He's their best receiver. I mean, the kid, the kid is what over a thousand yards, I believe, right now. He's got six six touchdowns. But I mean, man, bro, they just got two good receivers over there, man. I mean, it's just it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be real tough. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they have a a really good, well oiled machine, right? But just like any machine, once you start to dismantle it, it doesn't work the same. So that has to be our goal. And then, and um, um, defensively, offensively, like I, I want, like I, I really don't know. Like I, I really believe that they should dink and dunk. Um, you know what I mean? Like, take what the defense is giving you. Uh, I, I think I, I'm, I'm hoping Lamar won't um, won't fold literally and figuratively um, with the, the the pressure that Bosa and um, Chase Young is gonna create coming off the edge. Um, I, I, I did appreciate. I have appreciated. Uh, Lamar Jackson these last two, three weeks where, you know, he's keeping the play alive with his legs and he's not really looking to run much like he like he is trying to deliver the ball downfield. But if this game right here with this defense, if it's not there, you got to tuck it and run. And for me, I would do that early to put the defense on their heels. So um, so um, one, it it you know, it'll, it'll back the defense up a little bit where you are able to then dink and dunk, you know, figure out, you know, where to open parts of the zone 
are. But this is like you said at, at the top of the um pod, like this is gonna be one of those games where Lamar is gonna have to use his legs um a lot more than he has um in the course of the season. Like and I I just don't know. Like you like you like you said, like a lot of a lot of a lot of um fans think that the 49ers going to win. A lot of fans think the Ravens is going to win. Well, I, I believe the Ravens are going to win. I, I believe it's going to be um, uh, uh, um, a touchdown. It's probably going to separate the, the winning team of, I mean, yeah, the, the winning team of this game. And, you know, hopefully it's the Ravens, but I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I believe it's going to be a good game uh, Monday night. Um, it, it's, I believe this is the only game on Monday night, right? Um, I mean, it's three games. It's three games on Monday, but this is the late. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, right. This is the Monday night game, right? So, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm not sure. Like, of course, I'm a Ravens fan, so I'm gonna say the Ravens um, for sure. But I, I don't know. I think it's gonna be a good game to watch. Yeah, I believe it's definitely gonna be a good game to watch, but I. I mean, no matter what team loses in this game, it's not going to look bad for them because they're still going to be okay. I just, yes. I, I, I don't know, JB. I think this week the Ravens just, they, I don't know, they lose. They, I just think they lose this week. I think this is a tough one. I think, I think it's going to be a hard fought game. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be super close. I just mm-hmm. think the Ravens, uh, it's just they just don't have enough to pull this one out. You know what I mean? I just think this is one of those ones where it was just it was a tight game and they just they just didn't do enough to lose it. I mean, I I I want the Ravens to win this game, but just looking at it from a standpoint, I mean, I give a slight edge to the 49ers, and I understand why they five and a half. You know, I understand mm-hmm. why they five and a half point favorite. I mean, they they yeah, supposed absolutely. to be they like supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? They're the number one team in the NFL. They're supposed to be the favorite. So you know, when fan, I mean, I understand. You know, Roquan and them being upset about it, but like at the same time, Roquan like they supposed to be the favorite dog. Like they 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 have put the numbers up to be the favorite in this game. Now it's up to y'all to prove that they're not the favorites. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, I get your attitude, but like I guess you use it to for motivation. But at the same time, you just gotta go out there and prove to every. You gotta prove to them that the reason why they're not who they are, like. To me, it's not necessarily an attitude thing. To me, it's just a matter of, okay, if that's what y'all believe, then we're just going to show y'all different. That's how I look at it. I don't even care to say, yeah, oh, I'm yeah, mad about it. it and stuff like that. Like, you being mad about it ain't going to change the results. The way you change the results well, is you go out there and you take care of business. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's how you change the results. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I I, I think – so I – um, I I quickly realized last season, but like definitely um, this season is is coming more into fruition with, um, uh, um, uh, Roquan's relationship with Ray Laws. Like he is, I'm not gonna call him the second coming of Ray Laws. I'm not gonna call him Ray Laws ask or anything. Like he is his own guy. Um, he he plays the game a little bit differently, but the one thing those two guys have in common. Um, is playing with a chip on their shoulder. So, like, I, I, I think, I think Roquan saying that in the media, I think he kind of used that to, 
um, to um, galvanize the troops and 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 have the the, the defense say, okay, like we're gonna go out there and we're gonna prove, you know, the whole world wrong. Because right now the whole world is picking the 49ers to win this game. So like it, it so it it will be a hell of a feat for them for for that Ravens defense to go out there and stifle the 49ers. Um, I agree with you, P. Like they do have a whole lot of weapons over there. And, you know, if, if you go um, position by position, the, you know, the, the 49ers will probably, um, probably win that Where You know, I, I, of course I'm gonna put Lamar over Brock um, uh, any day of the week, you know, regardless of the numbers. And, you know, when you talk about the numbers, Brock Purley will probably wind up winning um, MVP this year. So like for me, if I'm a defensive player, I'm going to use that as well as extra motivation to go out there and, and kill that guy. Like, I'm like, like, I want blood. Like I, I was like, I was early. I was looking at the, the 49ers um, roster and I was like, just curious, like who they backup quarterback was. And it's the same dog. So like I, for, for me, if, if I'm a defensive guy, especially a linebacker, I'm trying to knock Brock Purdy the fuck out of the game. I want Sam Donald. Like that's like that's my approach. Like I, you know, and I ain't saying that on some malicious type of uh, shit. But I'm I'm just saying, like, of course that would be that would ease the load for for the um, for the Ravens defense. Pause. But like I like if I'm a defensive guy, I'm trying to kill whoever has the ball. That's the mentality I have to have. Like this, like this is the game. Like it's the reason why um, everyone in the world is calling this the the could be the should be Super Bowl matchup. Even though I I, I kind of believe that the Cowboys might outdo them in the in the NFC. That's that's just my uh, opinion, respectfully. But I I think. We, we got to bring it like we got to bring it in all aspects of the game. Like, and it starts with the defense, like those 11 guys, they have to have that mindset of a dog. Like we're going to attack from whistle to whistle. Like we, we not, you know, we, we not going to let them get a feel for the game. We got to go out there and punch them in the mouth right now. Um, what I do want to speak to and, I I I know what you're gonna say as the rebuttal, so I'm 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 gonna say it for you. Like I I, I looked at the 49ers, um, three losses, <clears throat> and two out of the three losses were against um, AFC North Bengals and AFC North Browns. Right now, I believe both of those games were without Debo Samuels, and it was um, it was somebody else. I, I don't know if Kristen McCaffrey was out one of those games. Yeah, Trent Williams. Yeah, yeah, Trent Williams. Right. So, um, yeah. So, but they, you know, they they still had their main pieces, and they, and they lost to two teams with stout defenses. Like obviously, Cleveland is, you know, Cleveland's defense is Cleveland defense with Miles Garrett. Um, you know, I, I believe, and I believe our defense, the Ravens' defense, is better than the the, the, the Bengals' defense. But to lose to those two. AFC North teams, if I'm, again, if I'm the defense, if, if I'm a Raven period, I'm looking at them like, look, we got to keep this going. You know what I mean? With Debo or not on, on the field, like we, we got to play with these chips on our shoulders so we can go out there and prove to the world that we are the best team 
um, in the AFC and we could possibly be the best team in the NFL. Like, but it, 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 it starts up front with that defensive line. Um, it starts up front with that offensive line. Those are the two, you know what I mean? Um, position players where, you know, you, you re- like, they really got to go out there and play hard nosed football. Yeah. I, um, <clears throat> um, shout out to Justin Matter BK, uh, for getting 12 sacks this year. Um, I hope that it, it continues for him. Um, a lot of people call me crazy because I call him like baby Aaron Donald or whatever. I'm not saying he's Aaron Donald. I just say he has some traits. But then people say I'm crazy because they say that they don't see no traits of no type of Aaron Donald in him. Um, if anybody knows that he trains with Aaron Donald, like he's been doing it for like, the last couple of years he's been training. I mean, just look at his body yeah. type. Yeah. His body type is mm-hmm. damn near exactly to where mm-hmm. resembling what Aaron Donald looked like. You know what I'm saying? So he's been he's been a beast in that in them trenches. The only gripe I have about Justin Matabike is is that his his run defense needs to be better. But to me, that's something that he needs to work on in the offseason to become a better run defender than what he is because I think that at times he's not good at that. Um but he's he's great he's been great in the pass rush and getting after the quarterback and then bringing pressure up the middle. So I think uh Justin is gonna be very key to the defense also mm-hmm. because if you get pressure in Brock Purdy's face, it allows the defense to be more disruptive and mm-hmm. then it'll have it'll have an effect on Brock Purdy for him to get the ball out fast and maybe create some mistakes. But the defense has to affect what Brock Purdy does. You can't let him sit back there and do play action on you all day long Mm -hmm. and then cut you up with these receivers and these tight ends that he has. So we have to be able to create some type of pressure. And with the last couple of weeks, J.B., Kyle Van Nooy and and, uh, Jadavion Clowney really haven't been getting after the quarterback that much, and neither has um, Odafe Owe. So it's like these three guys need to start really getting after the quarterback, and this is the perfect mm-hmm. game to get after the quarterback because we're going to need them to get after this guy to be able to get him off his game because it's just the and, – and, and the thing about it is, too, for me, this also – a game like this can is going to also prepare them for the next game that's right behind it when they got to play in Miami because Miami got a bunch of weapons on offense too. So, like, that's what I'm saying. These games right here to me are very challenging for this defense because now you're coming up against some great offense. And I believe that these two games right here, these next two games for them, will prepare these guys for the for the postseason because this is this is going to be postseason football right here. This is going to be what you're going to see in the post postseason. And, you know, your mistakes – will be magnified in situations like this. So if the Ravens come out there with mistakes on Monday night, they could get blown out the water real quick. You know what I mean? So you got to take care of the football. You got to be mistake-free. And, you know, you got to play a clean game. The penalties, got to cut down on the penalties. You know what I mean? None of the holding, you know, the offside penalties, all that. They just got to play a clean game. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to, 
you don't want to put the Ravens' offense in a third down a long situation. You want to be third and short, you know what I mean? Because you don't want the, the defense to pin their ears back with Bosa and, and them coming after the quarterback. So you want to make things more simple. Like you said, a dink and dunk type of situation or a quick pass and, you know, and running the football up the middle and get as many yards as you can get to make the, the down and distance a lot shorter to make it easier on your third downs. Because if you're looking at third and 10, third and 15, you know, third, those type of situations, man, it's going to be tough to get 10 or 15 yards. You know what I mean? Cause now you got to wait for your routes to develop cause you got to run longer routes. And then that just gives the, that just give both of them a lot more time to get after your quarterback. So, I need the Ravens offense to play a lot more smart game to to be able to put the points up. And then when you get in the red zone area, make it count. Make it count. Put the seven on the board. Do whatever it takes to get the seven on the board. Because like you said, they're going to need that seven on the board because at the end of the day, the 49ers, they're going to score. They're going to put points up. But at the end of the day, it's about who's going to put the most points up. So the Ravens have to take full advantage of their opportunities when they do have that opportunities and then at the same time on defense they got to make the opportunities for the offense to be able to have the opportunity to take advantage of it so i just think that this is a true test type of game i understand we call this a super bowl matchup but i think in my eyes i look at it as a test for the ravens to exactly see who they are at this moment because all year long jb we've been asking who are the ravens who is this team what's their identity who, what, what, we've been doing this all year long. Well, guess what? We're going to find out Monday night. There's no more, after Monday night, it's no more who they are. You're going to know exactly who they are when this game is over. So this is, this is to me, this is a a, a, a test. This is a big-time test to, to tell me who you really are. And, and, and I want to see how they go out and react to this and how they handle business. I hear my locker room talking and saying, hey, we feel disrespected. We shouldn't be five and a half points down this and all that. And I get that. And then you turn around, you give praises to Brock Purdy and say that. But at the end of the day, you still got to line up in front of those guys and you got to play football. No matter if you feel disrespected or not, you got to line up and play ball. So you're going to line up and play ball and show who you are or are you going to whine and cry about who you think you are? You know what I mean? So I just think those things are important. Because I, and, and then at the same time too, one thing I know about Lamar is Lamar shows up when it's prime time. He always plays great in prime time games. He shows up, so I'm not worried about Lamar. I know he's gonna show up, and I know he's gonna give everything. The problem is, is Ronnie Stanley gonna show up? <laughs> is Morgan Moses gonna show up? You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. Like I'm not worried about Lamar. I'm not worried about Odell not showing up. I'm not worried about um, Gus Edwards. Those, those guys are really – because I think they're, they're going to be ready. But Ronnie Stanley, is your knee going to be ready? Or are you or, or, or are you as a player, when you look at the tape at yourself, can just sit there and say, you know what, Coach? I'm a detriment to the team right now. I think I just need to shut it down and maybe come back in the playoffs. Because no matter how, how much or how hard you want to come out there and play, Realize that you're not healthy enough to be productive for your team. Like, realize the fact that you're so injured and not looking well that you're really going to put your quarterback in a bad situation. Like, is it is it smart to do that? Honestly. 
Because I just, I don't understand the mindset of the coach and the player. Like, it's bigger than just you, Ronnie. It's way bigger than you. And I think that it's he's playing the unselfish. He's playing a very, he's been selfish, very much selfish because you want to play. But at the same time, you're, you look so bad like your knee is shot that your selfishness is going to get somebody hurt badly. Mm-hmm. And I just think that we have to really, like, as a coach, you really have to just step in and say, you know what, Ronnie, I'm not going to allow you to do this anymore. You know what I mean? I don't – and even – I don't care that I'm paying you $100 million. I am not putting my $200 million quarterback in your hands. You're you're unable to do your job. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just unable. And I don't want to put my quarterback in that situation. So it's like that's what's mind-boggling to me when I look at this, JB. Like, I really question John Harbaugh on this more than I'm questioning Ronnie Stanley. You're the coach, and you're watching it. I'm I'm from the outside, and I see the film, and I've seen the clips, and I just see Ronnie get walked. I mean, he got walked so bad that it looked like his knee was cooked, and it just looked like he had no power in his legs to stop it. And he literally was in Lamar's lap. Literally. And it wasn't just one time. It was several times. So if I can see this, you know what I'm saying? So me and you can see this, JB. I know Harbaugh and coaches that can see this. So at some point, we're going to all have to sit at the table, offensive line coach, John Harbaugh and Ronnie Stanley and say, listen, Ronnie, we're going to shut it down. I don't really, I mean, I understand this might be upsetting to you, but when we turn on the tape, Ronnie, you're just not healthy. You're not healthy, and you're going to get somebody else hurt trying to do this. And it's not good. Not only that, it's not responsible. And that's what worries me the most right now. Because Nick Bosa is not just a slouch. He's not just some regular old pass rusher guy that don't get no sacks. You know what I'm saying? This guy's a beast. He's a dog. It's like T.J. Watt coming after your quarterback. You know what I mean? So, like, I just don't understand the mindset of our coaching staff. And, again, this goes back to me saying why I don't like John Harbaugh as a head coach. Because some moves and some situations should have already been nipped in the bud and said this is not going to happen. Like, you, I yeah. always say protect the player from themselves, man. I'm sorry. Right. This is bad. To me, this is just bad coaching. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, I, I let you talk. Like, you hit every point that I wanted to make. <clears throat> That's why I let you uh, keep talking. But, yeah, you, you're absolutely right. Like, I, I thought <clears throat> I thought that we was going to get through this this part without mentioning the errors of, um, of John Harbaugh. But... I mean, like he, you know what I mean? Like his his decision making, and again, like it, it goes back to, you know, him, you know, be, uh, becoming the head coach of the Ravens. Like so, it's 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 nothing new, but um, at 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 what point are you going to grab yourself by the balls, pause, um, John Harbaugh, and say, look, you know what I mean? We trying to win a Super Bowl, or are you just content with the 2012 Super Bowl? You know, which was um, eleven years ago now. So, like, I, in, in my opinion, P, like, I, I think 
anything for uh, for the Ravens. I think anything short of the AFC championship, I think I think Harbaugh should be out of there. Period. Like I, I think you know we need to start fresh, start me with a different coach. Like any anything short of that, and 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 I want to be clear. Like I'm I'm not talking like a um, like a Cowboys fan or or a Jets fan where it's Super Bowl or bust for them like every year. But <clears throat> right now we see the talent that is on both sides of the ball. And if you're, if if you're not, as a coach, if you're not able to um, galvanize your team, you know, and 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 make them believe in your philosophies, then like it, it's, it's not it. It's, it's not going to be successful. Like you, you see what's going on right now um, in Pittsburgh with Mike Tomlin, man, and they, they just giving him the blues. I, I, I really want that guy to just step away from it respectfully, you know, and not get fired. But when you, when you talk about John Harbaugh, like, and, and I'm not sure what it is, P. Like, I don't know if it's like the audacity, like, you know, because him and Flacco and Ray Rice came in together. So, you know, he, he had a decent tandem with those two guys. And, you know, Flacco was able to, you know, throw the deep ball. And, you know, and you still had Ray and Suggs and Reed back there. But, you know, since all those guys, have departed like every single one of those guys have left the Ravens you know we have no idea the potential of this because of who's coaching it like I I really think he he should be on his last run and you know he he needs to fade to black like I, I just like I just don't trust his decision making with Lamar and um you know like you said like with the um with Ronnie Stanley's injury. And it's not just Ronnie Stanley. Like, it's a couple guys who were hurt and I thought came back prematurely. Like, Marlon Humphrey was another guy who I who I believe came back prematurely. Um, same thing with um, Marcus Williams. I believe both of those guys came back prematurely. So you as a coach, you saying it and you say, oh, well, I got Geno Stone back there and I got Arthur um, Millette back there and, you know, we, we could just rotate guys out and, you know, give them a, a a pitch count. I'm like, no, like that, that does not create a cohesive unit. You know, you want, you want your guys to be on the, um, on the field at they, at they best at a hundred percent, like anything less than that, you're dooming your team. So I, I, I really, so again, I'm going to repeat this again, it AFC championship or bus, you know what I mean? Like, and I think if we don't accomplish, at least accomplish that, I think, John Harbaugh, like, I, I think he should go. That's how I feel. I mean, I've always been on the Harbaugh chain to get him out of there. Um, I his, his, his coaching tactics for me are just, they're just not up to par, man. Like, it's, it's, it's moments in the game where John Harbaugh misses the point of the game to make things right. It's the moments in the game where you realize that this this shit is not working, mm-hmm. and we gotta and we gotta pivot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the 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 bad timing of the 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 uh, the challenge tags. It's the yeah. miscommunication it's the, of the timeouts that you call. It's, right, it's the, the two old, minute drills. Right, the two minute drills that he's seen the blunder every single time. 
Yeah, yeah man. It's it's all of that. It's the it's the calling the players out in front of the media about their injuries. Like or saying that they have to make the decision because you seem like you have a vendetta against a player. Like that whole situation with uh oh man, what's the guy name? I'm drawing a blank on him right now. Uh, I can't even think of his name right now, but he hasn't even came back yet. But, like, him and Harbaugh just had, like, a straight beef because the guy's injured. And I get it. He probably re-injured himself in the offseason doing some stuff that he doesn't supposed to do. But what? why is that a matter of you having a beef or an attitude with the player? Like, he's, he's literally injured. What do you want him to do? Like, do you think he's going to magically just heal? You know, like, it's just <sighs> – it's just bad coaching tactics. And, and I just don't really be liking what I see. And I and I feel like Lamar be saving him. But at the same time, I feel like, I mean, I get it. It's your head coach. You got to respect him. You know what I mean? And, and and that's a part of the process. But I feel like him and EDC are two peas in a pod. It's going to be hard to break that whole situation up. I just think he's going to be here to stay no matter what happens. But it's like, He's never going to get better at the things that you want him to get better at. Right. It's always going to be this way. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, we, we, we bitch about it a lot, but I just know that this is never going to change. Yeah. So yeah, that's I don't, the same yeah. I just don't know. I don't know what the end results to be. I mean, I feel like the players just got to outplay the system. They got to outplay the coach. They got to, you know, be yeah. above and beyond to to make it look better. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the coach is just a hindrance to the team. He yeah. really is. Right. And, and and what you don't want, you you don't want your star players like like a Lamar or or a Gus or you know um, a Roquan or PQ. You know, and it's is is contracts talk for for PQ. You know, during the off season, but you you don't want those guys to be like, okay, well, you know, Hallball don't. Um, don't trust us in in these situations, or you know, or we don't trust Hallball in these situations, and you know, and if he stays, then then we're gonna go. Like I, I like I told you during the off season, you know, when when um when uh, Lamar was um, fighting for this contract, and and um you know when when I finally uh, told you about it, I was like, yo, I was I was scared, I was nervous, and 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 that was because. <clears throat> of the the little things that the little sneaky things that um Harbaugh does in the media like you said like him and that um him and the dick like I'm blanking on the dude too um but I, I, I you know we we should know who you're talking about where he um he got hurt during the off season um <clears throat> you know and it's just been like talks you know all you know all all through the season and you know I I don't like that John Harbaugh does that like he he's quick to you know, throw a lot of his players under the bus. Like the, the um, I believe it was the night of the draft. I mean, I'm sorry, it was a couple of days before the draft when they signed Lamar, or I can't, I can't, whichever day it was. I remember the press conference, um, and you know, Harbaugh just had this look on his face, like, well, I don't know what's going on with Lamar. Like, like if y'all see him, like, ask him, like, yeah, and you know what I mean. And I don't know what's going on with the contract talks. And Lamar hopped right on social media, it was like, nah, 
they lie. Like, I, you know, I was just in contact with them, you know, for the past several days and they know what it is and they know what it's not. So like Lamar was essentially kind of underhandedly calling, calling him out, like throwing him back up under the bus. But like, like he's, he's had a terrible track record with guys and we can all go all the way back. You know what I mean to Bernard Pilot, Ed Reed. You know what I mean, like Ray Lewis, like like this guy. You know, and I think I mentioned it on the pod like earlier. Um, like this guy wanted Ray Lewis to stop doing the squirrel dance. Like, are you kidding me? Like, so it's, it's little stuff like that where it, it seems like he 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 gets on these power trips, and I, I just don't understand it because you you you're a detriment to the team and I, I and, and I hear what you're saying, P like they probably not gonna um let him go or out GM because they, they are a tandem at this point. Um but I, I, I like I, I don't know what else is to to, to to tell you. I, I believe if if Ramal was with Kansas City with the 49ers with the Miami Dolphins with this team like or whatever team like he he would have won the Super Bowl years ago. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's crazy that we're saying like six years into it, like they are just now getting um him the um Lamar the, the weapons that he needed, and that's because like he you know he he probably threatened him like look you give me some weapons or I'm out of here. And you know what I mean? And like it's it's sad that it it, it comes to that, but you know I, I want to zero back in on on the game because I know we probably trying to get rid of out of you know, get out of here. But um you the, you, the name you I drew. Me, the name Go we ahead. drew. The name we drew a blank on. JB was Tyus Bowser. That's Ty, yeah, Bowser. Yeah, Tyus Bowser. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, that is it. Yep, it, it, it sucks. It really does. It does. It does. But um, I didn't. We didn't go through the injury report. I I like uh I wanted to um, I know, I know what's the name was in the walking boot this week. Zay Flowers. Mm. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Odell Beckham missed the first two days of practice. Um, Marlon Humphrey was definitely at practice. Of course, I don't understand why Ronnie Stanley's fat ass was there, but he was at practice. Um, Marcus Williams, good sign. He was back at practice. Um, I think, because if I'm not mistaken, in the, in the Jaguars game, I think he had like a groin issue or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he, he pulled up lane, yeah. So I guess it's, it was good to see him back at practice. So, I mean, they kind of <clears throat> kind of are healthy, you know, going into this. Um, I I do believe that they're just giving Odell Beckham the rest. So that's yeah, why. The rest. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what that is. Yeah. But my that's concern – my concern is is more so Zay Zay Flowers. I'm really yeah. concerned. I mean, you're in a walking boot. That's concerning. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I, you know I, I agree. Mean? I agree. I agree. Yeah, but as far as that's the only thing I see on the injury report for the Ravens. Um, yeah, so, I didn't. Yeah, I'm gonna say I I didn't mention the injury report because like if, if you really. Like out outside of them practicing or not practicing or being limited, like it's like they like right now the 49ers nor the Ravens are really giving any information of who's actually going to be out. Like that's 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 probably going to be like a um a Sunday morning type of you know type of um report. Like because I'm I, like I I checked every um every injury media and you know like none of them 
are listed as out or probable, like everything says unspecified. So, you know, we, we just going to have to wait and see. Um, so like I, I do, I do hope that we see um, Zay Flowers um, dressed and on the sideline, even if he's limited play. Like I, I would like to see him out there to give um, Lamar um, more, um, you know, more weapons. And should they, they, you know, they, they didn't play the pitch count with Ronnie Stanley and and uh, and um, and Morgan Mosley. They 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 mess around and do the same thing with Zay. So we just have no idea what John Harbaugh is going to do from week to week. Okay, so this week, JB, uh, I just want to go through the AFC North real quick. Um, mm-hmm. We got the Browns. I mean, we got Steelers and Steelers. And, Bengals and the, the Bengals. Bengals. So who you think, who you got this week for that game? <sighs> I, I've been going back and forth, and I, I think my prediction was um, I, I would uh, – I would like to see um, the Steelers elevate, but like it, it looks like their locker room is, is is atrocious right now. But even if it wasn't, um, I think this game I'm definitely giving the Bengals a slight edge. Um, I, I think they know who they are. Like even with their backup quarterback, you know, and you still got Jamar Chase, and you know, um, this is probably gonna be a heavy dose of um, Joe Mixon. Jamar um, yeah. Chase is not playing. Oh, he's not playing. Okay. No. Okay. Hmm. I, I I I don't think that would change my decision. I I'm, I'm still giving it to the Bengals just because like it's just so messy with the Steelers right now. Even though this 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 may be a game where the where the, where the Steelers are like okay, you know enough with the rhetoric. Like we're gonna go out there and we're gonna play hard, but. I, I, it, it seems to me like the Steelers are are playing to get some Mike Tomlin out. That, that's how I feel. So I get the edge to the to the Bengals. Yeah, um, I um I like what I'm seeing out of Jake Browning right now. Uh, yeah. I think he's he's been getting comfortable with the offense, and uh, they've been uh, playing pretty well. Uh, they pulled a tight game out against the Minnesota Vikings last week. So um, I'm definitely going to go Bengals here. Plus, I think the first time when they played the Steels, this was Browning, like, first start or whatever, and the Steels just mm-hmm. got after and got after him. So mm-hmm. I think he'll be a little bit more settled this time, and I think he'll be fine. So I, I'm going to take the Bengals on this game, and I think the Bengals, you know, pull that one out. Yeah. And now our other, other division flow, which is the Cleveland Browns, they play against uh, the Houston Texans this week. So, looking at on the Houston Texans side, no Will Anderson, no C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. So, who you got? Browns. No C.J. Stroud, Browns. Yep, no C.J. Stroud. Yeah, yeah Browns. Like, and it, it. So, so was was his injury um, season end, end, ending? Like, because I I really wasn't following it. No, like, he's my, uh. He he has it was a concussion. Yes, concussion. It's concussion. Okay, concussion. Okay, so that's 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 good to hear. Like, hopefully, um, I don't know, cause like that 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 division with Houston, Jacksonville, and um, who 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 else? Like, they, it's a three way tie for first place right now. It's Houston, um, Jacksonville, and Tennessee Titans. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. So like, I. That's that's a tough one. I mean, I, I I think I'm I'm still going with the Browns. 
you know, only because CJ Stroud is, is not playing. Yeah, I um looking at it, man. I think hate to say it, but I think Joe Flacco and these brownies go into yeah. Houston go into Houston and beat the Texans. If CJ Stroud was playing, I would lean a mm. little bit more towards the Texans, but I think the Browns go into Houston and get a and get a win. Yeah. Um, Flacco got a little bit of juice left in that arm, man. Yeah, he, he does. He, he's been playing pretty yeah, well too. Yeah, and he's he's great for um Amari Cooper. Like, he's great for him. Yeah, he is because that's that's Amari Cooper. That's his style. So yeah, works out pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then we got the main event, which is Ravens and 49ers. So who you got on that one? Uh, so I'm I, I said Ravens. So I'm gonna stick with that pick. I believe the score is gonna be something like. 27 to 24, maybe 30 to 24, uh, Ravens. Um, we just got to be locked in. We got to – every position guy has to win their matchup. Like, that's like that's it. Like, that's as plain and simple as you can get. Like, they have to win their matchup. So, Ravens. Okay. I'm going to go with the, the Niners. I think the 49ers pull it out close. I'm going to go – uh, 24-21, 49ers. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. Mm-hmm. I just think the uh, I think the Niners going to pull this one out. And it, I mean, it's not going to be bad if the Ravens lose it because they still have everything in front of them to win the AFC to yeah. be number one seed. This is an NFC opponent, so it does not affect them on their conference side. So they still be in first place. Right. You know what I mean? Only, but, yeah. The, the only thing is, P. I I don't I don't want to see them shoot they wad for this 49ers game and then be gas the, the week after for Miami. That's 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 what I don't want. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that. And plus it's gonna be a show week for them too because they play yeah. Monday night and Might they have to turn around and play Sunday. Sunday, right. Yeah, so you're definitely right about that one. Mm-hmm. So yep. So with that being said, guys, I think we're gonna close the show out tonight. I think we covered everything that we could cover about the 49ers and the Ravens. Um, to try to give you as much information of what we know and what we see. So um hope hope everybody has a happy holidays. Enjoy your Christmas, enjoy the games, and man, uh peace out, man. Like enjoy enjoy your night. Yeah, happy holidays. I holla. <laughs>